is Offhand with Steven and Lydia. I'm Steven. And I'm Lydia. Welcome. And we also have a third guest. Well, not a guest. A third host. Return person. He's pretty much like... Return host. Yeah. Kind of like a... a fill-in host. Occasional host. What's that called? I don't know. We should... Is that like an official name? We could make one up. Yeah. Officially... We'll have to work on that. All right. We're going to tell people who he is? You probably know by now. That's right. Because you're like, on. you know what? Who else has been on multiple times? It's well, Travis. a few people, but not as much as Travis. Welcome, Travis. Hello. Welcome back. I'm we are, we are glad you're here. I'm happy to be back. Oh. Our, our part-time co-host. That's right. I just yep. made that up right now. Part-time part part co-host. Stick with that, or I, maybe okay. I don't know. it's not real catchy. Yeah. No, you, what do you think, Travis? Not. I don't like that part. Okay. I, but I don't know what to call myself. Well, we'll just work on that because this is important. Yes. We have to have. I don't. Even, I mean, you and I are co-hosts. I suppose that's what. Yes. We're called. So right. Technically, you're accurate. Huh? But it needs to work. Okay. It does. Um, I think you guys could come up with something better. We probably could. We're very creative. We'll we're work very, on we're it. We're people. So, um, you may have guessed already, Travis is back because it's time for a Retro Tech with Trav. That's right. So. What are we going to learn about today, Travis? Retro Tech Us. Ready for this? I don't know. Clocks. <gasps> Ooh, I like clocks. Yeah. Except in the morning when it's telling me to wake up. That's true. Alarm clocks are not my friend. Blah. Nope. Not a favorite. So who's to blame for the alarm clock? I don't know, actually. The jumping ahead. I don't. Yeah, I You're, don't know if I have that in my in my paperwork. I should oh, look that up. Paperwork. Look that up. We need to know who to yeah. blame. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, if but you're an early you were, morning riser person, I'm sorry, oh, yeah. but I'm not. Can you imagine a time? <laughs> Think back. Time. I mean, well, there was a time when they didn't have clocks. <gasps> yeah, that would be a bit weird. Yeah, I guess you're right. That wouldn't wouldn't that be weird? I mean, they weird. were eventually invented, obviously. Right. But obviously, they knew something was missing in their yeah. lives. We, we need, need to keep a schedule. <laughs> yeah. You can you just imagine that you just didn't you didn't have to have a certain time. You just either knew. How would they when know when to come home for dinner? Yeah. When their stomachs were starting to growl. Well, I, I come home for dinner when my stomach growls, and mom says, "Nope, they're another hour yet." Probably. And you're like, "It's snack time." Probably uh-huh. where the sun was in the. Oh, I, yeah. bet, I guess. I, bet you're I right, guess Travis. the sun. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's pretty standard. <laughs> yeah, comes up, which goes down, leads into sundials. Sundials. That was the first clock. Yep. Oh. Yep. And who They'd invented use, sundials? Um. Do we know? I, I don't know that one. Oh. Okay. It just, it's just and they, a thing. That's but all I right. thought this was kind of interesting. Pocket-sized sundials, really, what? like a wrist, a wrist dial. Uh, well, not wrists, but pocket. Oh, like you'd pull it out of your pocket and maybe put it together because you know you have to have the things right. sticking, the spokes up. sticking right. up. Yeah, because yeah. that creates a shadow, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, I actually I think that the Egyptians and that it was out in the Middle East. So I don't know exactly like what time or who exactly created it, uh-huh. but they would. You know, you'd have to create the shadow, and they would build up this obelisk. It would, I think that's how you say it, obelisk. obelisk. Wow, that was a that's an interesting word. Yeah. It's very scientific. And I heard it's kind of something like the Washington Monument, obviously not that big. But, you know, how oh, it's pointing. Oh, I see. It's like, a, like it's kind of a tower like that's, in that shape. Okay, but so not like you can do it with this, but not just like a stick sticking in the ground. Like a right. kind of a bigger structure yeah. that... 
Huh? Yeah. Hmm. But then, obviously, back to the pocket-sized ones, they'd, you know, make smaller ones that they would be able to just pull out yeah. the pocket and put together. Well, and, what if you're not near the obelisk? Right. Right. Yeah. Don't you don't want to have to walk all the way across town to know what time it is. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. According to the sun. Yeah. So that that's where the first known time... Timepiece. Timepiece came, started. Time sundials. Teller. Okay. Using the sun. And then in the 1400, in 1400 BC, there was the water clock by the Egyptians. And the then, water clock? Yep. The water clock was a bowl that would fill with water, and there were certain little lines that when it reached there, it would that was a set of time. So I don't oh. know if it was a minute. It was kind of like an hourglass, you know, oh, how you have the sand. Right, right. But yeah. it was with water. Oh. And it seems like that would be really inconsistent. I don't know. Uh, why? Well, I mean, the speed of the water get, coming, like the, yeah, or how, how, the how could you regulate? Consistent? Yeah, and I don't know. Don't bump it. Yeah, don't you bump the water. water out, and then well, uh, that too. I mean, some little goes. kid comes along and played in the water, and you have no idea. And yeah, really then you went. Then you went back in time because <laughs> you actually go below the line. He's yeah. a time traveler. That's all. And then, um, so after that, there in the early to mid 1300s, there was a large mechanical clock. And they were they were built with only bells. They didn't have a face, and they were regulated by weights. So it would just go ding every so often. Yeah, and I'm I'm assuming that they dinged for however many hours, like you know. Like oh right. Like they still like do a now. Clock. Yeah. yeah, but they didn't have a face, so you didn't see minutes bong. or anything like that. Okay. You just saw it bong. just bonged on, on uh, the hour. Two o'clock. Two o'clock. Yeah. And then in the 1500s, um, early 1500s. There was a spring-powered clock, which was invented um, making it, the mechanical clocks, which is the big, you know, mechanical weights and bells and all that stuff, um, portable. And the guy that did that was uh, Peter Henlein. He was a locksmith from, from Germany. And the problems with those... Way to go, Peter. Yep. Thanks, Peter, making it so that we could take our time with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the problems with that was that it was slowed as it, the, the spring was um, would slow as it unwound, and so Uh-oh. it didn't really keep time You're very well. Time. Yep, and oh. there was no minute hand still, and no glass to protect the front of the face. Oh, so yeah, it, you could bump if it, you're taking and it, mess up the time. Yeah. And, and I don't think it was like a wristwatch yet. So it was, even though it was portable, it wasn't like you, you know, could be easily just smaller with, version. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then in 1656, the first pendulum clock was invented by Christian uh, Higgins. Uh, he was a Dutch scientist, and it's the it was the best yet for accuracy, losing less than one minute, and later less than ten Ooh. seconds a day. Oh, so that was oh. like a great big jump in uh, in technology, if you well, want to call it that. Well, we do. It's a retro tech. Yeah, so. I like to watch pendulums swing back and forth. It's They're relaxing. fun to watch. Uh huh. And it's that consistency swinging of back movement and forth. Back that and helps forth. keep the clocks keep time. Oh. Okay. Um, and then 1775 was the first cuckoo clock. Cuckoo! Oh, cuckoo. those are fun. I you love know, cuckoo clocks. The first time I encountered it, it scared me just a little. Because I wasn't aware of what it was exactly <laughs> going to do. And oh. then there's this thing, like, coming out and making this noise, and it just startled me for a second. My grandpa then. has a cuckoo clock. Ah. He has to wind it every day. Uh-huh. Does he, like, pull the chain? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the weights. Otherwise, the bird stays in the oh. house. Oh, and no my. time passes. No time. <laughs> <laughs> um, other inventions, like using two pendulums, increased the accuracy. So the swinging back and forth must be the weight and the way that they were able to 
make it more accurate. Um, and they just kept tinkering with it. And in the 1840s, tinkering. yeah, I tinker. Like that word. <laughs> I would uh, tinker if I was a clockmaker. <laughs> tinker, tinker. <laughs> uh, 1840 was the first electric clock. Oh, like you oh. plugged it in the wall? Uh huh. Yep, and it used electricity and the consistency of that voltage to keep time. Okay, instead of winding mm-hmm. it or yep. and then, swinging it or <laughs> swinging it, and then, sunning it, yeah. <laughs> watering it. Water. Water. Don't water Sand. the clock now, it's electric. Yeah. Sanding it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ow, excuse me. And then in the 30s and 40s, there were quartz clocks, which we still use those today. Quartz, like the, yeah, like like the, the stone? Yes, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, it's um, fancy sounding. It was... Uh, then the electricity was applied to the quartz, which caused the the crystal to vibrate at a constant frequency. Um, the electrical signal that can be used to operate an electronic display, and it, and it had no gears or anything like that, so you could just have a battery and run it or oh. use just electricity. You didn't have to have all the cogs and all the different things that would make the hand. But I like cogs. I know. It's kind of cool when you open up a watch, an old watch, and you see... Yeah. Or a clock, and you see all, all the different things, the way it moves, the gears yeah. it takes. That was a lot of words, but I believe you. So <laughs> in the 30s and 40s, they came up with a way of not needing to have all the yeah. little teeny pieces to make yeah. it work. Okay. It's creative. And then in 1955, Efficient. the atomic clock came about, and that's the best yet because it uses the resonant frequencies of atoms, so all the little... Oh, wow, that's very scientific. Hence the name Atomic Clock. Yes. Oh, uses atoms. the atoms as they resonate. And a resonator is what a clock uses to keep time. The pendulum and the using a power line to the frequencies from that. Or So that's that's the atomic clock. And that's the most consistent. So sometimes you'll go to somebody's house and they'll have an atomic clock up on the wall. And yes. Well, they don't ever have to do anything other than change batteries or... Whatever, it always knows. It always it connects with the atomic clock that's in Colorado. So it connects out there. Oh. And um, so it gets a signal. So and anybody that, that has it. kind of a big deal. Yeah. Huh? Yep. So that's where, if somebody has an atomic clock, that's where it gets its time from. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. And then some other old tech clocks were, which this one's kind of funny to me, a candle clock. Candle, candle clock. It I looked like a candle. It was a candle. It was a candle. It was a candle. So to turn the clock on, you had to set it on fire. Yep. And there was <laughs> notches, notches marked <laughs> in it. And whenever it reached this line, was however like one hour, two hour, however long it's oh. been burning oh, down to the notch. Yeah, it's been an hour. Yeah, but I don't know how you would know for sure what I don't how know. fast one thing would burn to another. I mean, it's yeah. not guaranteed there's going to be a sixty minute burn between each. Layer, yeah, yeah. so that when, but I guess it's better than nothing. I guess, yep. And then the hourglass, you yeah, know, that we yeah, talked about we with know about the hourglass. Sand. So right. there you go. There's clocks. Wow. And how they've transitioned from not accurate at all <laughs> to very accurate. <laughs> to very accurate. Very accurate. For, so people went from not really needing to know exactly what time of day or when they, you know to get there or whatever. They just kind of went by. Oh, we'll see you after lunch. I kind of want to go back to that. <laughs> yeah, to, I will see you exactly at 2 maybe, o'clock. Maybe I would stop being late. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you later. Late would all when? be. When? I don't know. Late when would I be relative. Right, yeah. Well, um, I know you were saying, Travis, that you had so much 
information, you actually want to make this a two-parter. That's right. Yay! Because so, there's more stuff to learn about yeah. plots. Next I'm week, sure. we're going to add a new retro tech. Yeah, yeah. look out, look Puppet Podsters. Part it'll two. Be, it'll be interesting. Yep. Thank you for coming back. You're welcome. Let's do our verse of the day. Okay, I will read it. It's from Isaiah 38.8. Behold, I will make the shadow cast by the declining sun on the dial of Ahaz turn back ten steps. So the sun turned back on the dial the ten steps by which it had declined. Now this Uh is a verse that actually talks about a sundial sundial. in the Bible. Yeah, and um, it was just a cool story of how uh, God showed a special sign to uh, Hezekiah, and he made the shadow on the sundial turn back. Turn backwards. Yeah, it's really cool. That's cool. To prove to prove that he was doing something he promised. Huh? Yep, yep. Cool. The sundial in the Bible. That's right. Can we deliver or what? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it wasn't us at all. No. God. Yeah. But now we're going to deliver jokes to you. Yeah, that at least we can do. We can do that. I love a good joke to give the funny bone a poke. Being Mac Macs or Riddles for grown-ups or kiddos. I love a good joke. Steven. Uh-huh. And Travis. Here's a joke. Okay. A clock was robbed at 11.05. How can you tell? I don't know. How? The robber had yelled, hands up! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lydia. I love a good joke. We'll laugh from here to Roanoke. Big Mac Macs and Riddles for grown-ups or kiddos. I love a good joke. I can hear my grandpa telling that joke. (laughs) I think I got it from your grandpa. (laughs) You probably did. Oh, here's another joke for you. What do you call a grandfather clock? Um, um, an old timer. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Those are some <laughs> grandpa jokes. <laughs> You're welcome, Puppet Podsters. Go tell grandpa. Your grandpa will love those. <laughs> they will. Especially the old timer one. Yes. That's pretty funny. Um. Uh, well, thank you, Travis, for joining us for this Retro Tech. And we can't also, wait to hear you again next week. Yes. Uh, thank you. Puppet Podsters. Looking forward to it. I'm, we all are. Um. If you want to email us, our email is stevenlydiasing at yahoo.com. Maybe you have a question for Travis, or you um, want to talk about a clock you have that's really cool. Maybe you, you have a cuckoo clock or some such right. thing. Uh, we'd love to hear about it. Or you could tweet us a picture at stevenlydia. Or visit our website at ghhinc.org. Yes. Anything else you want to say? That's about it. Okay, we'll see you next time. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands. Bye.